Hello everyone and welcome to Rumble. Today I am joined by Mohammed. Mohammed, welcome and please introduce yourself. Hello Maggie, I'm pleased to be here. It's a pleasure really to be in your podcast, so thank you for having me. Uh, so my name is Mohammed and I'm a consultant by SAP. I was born and raised in Damascus, Syria, so uh, so far from Germany where I'm now. <laughs> and I studied there um, geological engineering. Some people would ask, why would I do that? Yeah, because we have so much oil. That's what we do there. And yeah, and yeah, then the war started and I had to leave to Germany. I came here around 2015 and um, with my wife. So I was, I was newly married with a pregnant woman and we came here, sold everything there and came here. And, um, you know, I started as translator in a refugee camp in Mannheim. Then I directly started to find a new opportunity or something. And I applied for a studies. And then after that, I ended up as a consultant by SAP. And that's my story in short. Mohammed, um, having listened to our podcast with Tamara on uh, the power of the warrior, um, that podcast and what Tamara said inspired you to share your remarkable story. Uh, can you explain why? Yeah, of course. I mean, I've I've heard her, uh, you know, your podcast with Tamara, and it really relates to me in a, in a way. Maybe we don't have the same reasons or same circumstances to move out or to choose just like to displace from our own, uh, our homeland to another country. But she, I mean, what she did is she moved out from Texas to London. She didn't know anyone there. She didn't know what she is going to do. She studied something there and she succeeded, right? My circumstances, uh, circumstances was different, but I also like I was born and raised in Syria. Then I came here in a hard way. It was not like an, an like university um, uh, exchange or something. I came here, and you know, it was really hard. Like we, when we, when I say my story briefly, it is like okay, success, success, success. But these successes were like each success was because of 10 failures, just mm. to say it. Yeah. And yeah, and then, yeah, that's what really motivates me just to share my story because her story was really like touched me and in a way that she is motivating people by what she did, right? And what triggers me that what is my motivation in life, which is helping more people to do what I did because it is, it is hard work, but it's management, mm. right? It is something everybody could do, but they are not doing it because they might think, yeah, maybe it's a you know it's a hard way to do it. Maybe they will not be accepted. Maybe it's a different culture and different language, different, different, different. But the real thing is, if you have the you know the determination to do that, right? Mm -hmm. You can do it, whatever it is, whatever it is. And that's my, you know, what triggers me and what I'm really doing right now. For example, I'm a certified from the government just to help newcomers to Germany to like, to see what they're, you know, to see what they can do in this country. And I'm showing them what exactly like motivate by example. Okay this is what I did and you can do it too and they a lot of people say no I cannot and this is so hard for me it's not for me 
Yes, it was not for me. I'm a geological engineer. I'm working in oil and now I'm a consultant in, <laughs> in, software, in software. Yes, quite yeah. the shift from oil to software. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> constant changes uh, in my life helped me in a way that I can now decide to help people and I'm able to help my, mm-hmm. like my community or anyone like experts or something like just to fulfill their potentials. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really what is what is all uh, I am about. So here, to apply. To and Mohammed, how do you think that your experience of war, of having been a refugee and of experiencing that level of displacement, leaving Syria and arriving in Germany and then building the impact and resilience that you have uh, to fearlessly continue forward. How have those circumstances and those experienced informed your drive and your yeah. passion to have an impact? The war teach you that everything is variable, nothing is constant. And I don't know if that really makes so much sense. So it I does. was doing something really um, not what I'm doing right now, different culture, different way of doing things, different business models and so on. Mm-hmm. And then I had forced me to shit, like to move out and I never thought I could like leave Damascus, right? And then I moved out. So, so the things that I thought it's constant, they are variable, so I mm-hmm. can change. And it worked, right? So I came here, for example, the walls here, and then, okay, this is the first one. Second win would be to find something to do. I did it, right? And then everything started to change, right? In a way that, okay, maybe that's something we need to tell people about and maybe motivate them to do what I did because mm-hmm. I never thought I would be here and in that short amount of time, right? And if you came back to 2011 before the war, I never thought I would leave Syria, for mm-hmm. example. And the way from where I came, like 2015 till like 2021 right now, I had a lot of struggles. I had a lot of hard work. I had a lot. I needed help. I need so much help. And because I am, I don't know that much of people, I couldn't have that help. Mm -hmm. A lot of things that might be easier when, because I'm like raising a child, I want to have the best future for him and best future for me. And it's not like, okay, and I'm helping my families in Syria. So what I'm doing right now is just like the drive me like now is to give people the opportunity or give them the motivation to do that and the help they need right now uh, to outcome these struggles. Whatever it is, everything can be manageable. Everything can be, you know, easily, easily manageable and shifted to another paradigm and just have a new you by like just facing the risk, facing the fear. And yeah, it might be risky. It might be anything, right? But that's how it goes. I mean, fear will never leave. Fear mm-hmm. will be there. I was terrified for everything that I was doing. Leaving my home country was terrifying. My wife is pregnant terrifying it's not like oh my god but okay what should i do face that fear or okay Mm -hmm. never mind of course i have to face it when i face it now it's the unknown became known Mm -hmm. and when it's now nothing to be afraid Mm -hmm. of 
the moment of truth you had in the realization of such a challenging circumstance, like being in the in the belly of the beast, so to speak, in the heart of war and realizing that moment of truth in realizing that everything that you thought was constant is actually variable and the the insight that you found in that moment, Mohammed, to then turn that into a, a source of power, of motivation, of fire to drive change and create opportunity and safety even, let alone opportunity for yourself and your family. I find that truly remarkable. But having found the strength, Mohammed, to overcome such an onslaught of obstacles in such a brief but significant part of your life. What structures, rules or boundaries did you apply to keep looking forward? And like, uh, as an example, well, what were the type of words that gave you strength? Because that's what we're all seeking and we'd love to, you know, yes. like learn from you. How did you do it? What were those words? How did you keep looking forward? The words are everything. Mm-hmm. The words that, that we use is what determine everything that we choose, right? Yes. So, before I talk about the words that I used, there are words that I didn't use and I don't use. Mm-hmm. That's Ooh. the most important thing was, right? So, for example, I don't use the word tired because if I want to use it, right, I would you know, it will change my mentality and uh, I mean, when you are in such a pressure you cannot use these words i'm tired yeah so should i quit no so i don't use this word i don't use the word like i cannot do it anything anything i cannot do it nothing everything is can be can be and like example is there so that's maybe the negative words is unlearn the negative words is our i mean this is the main strength there so i i mean when someone say oh my god i'm tired and so on and so on and so on and i know that their excuses are so tiny just to be honest yeah. with all the respect to them but i mean i mean i'm tired because it's like eight hours of work i mean i mean i had to work like for 10 hours because it's a different language then i go to to do another job because I need money for my family. Then I need to learn German in the same time because I need the job that I like to work. I mean, my dream job was just to be consultant since day one. I like what I'm doing right now. And I achieved that. That not did it did not came by saying bad, you know, negative words. Yeah. It was it came by set a set of rules and set of structures or systems and words only just to be used. And every day I just use them. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to achieve my goals. This is my goals. And this is, for example, you know, and if you came to word, I can do it. It's manageable. Always I say it's easy. Whatever it is, it is easy. <laughs> I mean, German is not easy. Don't no, German I mean, is not easy. I mean, <laughs> As an English and German, French speaker, German is yeah. very hard to master. <laughs> I mean, but I use the word easy because I want to make it easier for me. I mean, if I just want to say, oh my God, German is hard. Uh, how, 
how, how can I learn it then? Yes. Okay. And you're, yes. I love how, you know, you're, you're telling yourself stories yeah. to shift your thinking and like to the extent that, um, you know, that German is easy when you're dealing with um, everything that you were dealing with. I love that. So I'm going to try and apply that with my next challenge as well, Mohammed. <laughs> But Mohammed, you once um, said to me that there are untold stories and hidden potential within everyone, but that we need a switch for those untold stories and hidden potential to be unleashed. And I have to say, when you told me that, it just occupied my mind for days afterwards and really got me to think. But how do you help others to keep looking forward? Yes, it's and to uh, flip that switch that you so eloquently spoke to me about. Yeah, I mean, from what I've seen during my life, I've seen a lot of people who are way smarter than I, and they are not doing the same thing that I'm doing. They are so doing so little, and I know they can do way more than I what what I can do. That's what I have seen, right? And they only need someone who they trust to show them okay you can do this but you are not doing that because i don't know which paradigm which you know which community society and um, friendship parents feed you in your mind but your potential is way higher and it's your duty to show them to, to show the community what you are able to do because if you want you know the ultimate type of happiness is to give that's what everybody agreed on that and Mm -hmm. it's your duty if you are you know if you know your potential is higher than what you are doing right now it's your duty to do that if you are not doing that you are selfish you have to be great for other people you have to be great for yourself to help other people it's not helping financially helping by example helping by showing them what what is possible showing them what is what yeah, if I can do it, again, if I can do it, everybody can do it. That's what I always say. And that's what I really look forward in people to say. So what I do with people is just sitting with them. Mm-hmm. What are you good at? What are you really good at? What do you like to do? And just ask the simple questions. And then I hear the answers. The answer is not related with their normal lives. Why, are not you do- why, are- why aren't you doing that? Yes, because, uh, you know... Uh, it's risky. I'm afraid to do that. And I say always, like, if you want to change what you are getting, you have to change what you are doing. And if you want to change what you are doing, you have to change what you are believing. And mm-hmm. if you want to change what you are believing, you have to change or seek information mm-hmm. by reading books, by podcasts like this, by, you know, seek new relationships. Maybe one per- one person can change your life forever. One choice. Mm-hmm. You are always one choice ahead from anything that you would would like to achieve but if you didn't change anything nothing will gonna change mm-hmm. and you and how are you going to i mean i'm waiting for the fear to go so i can start no. i mean the fear will never the fear will never the, go i mean the fear is a brain way of talking to you that you are doing something new mm-hmm. that's it and so you have to use that fear emotion mm-hmm. for yourself to to determine are you on the right way or in a, you know and and you are moving forward or you are staying where you are for example before this podcast 
I was also afraid, but that means meaning it's not like I'm afraid of being scared, but I'm afraid to show myself here and why I'm not able to deliver my idea well. But how can I know if I can do that or what? I have to come here. Mm. I have to try. Yes. Do the risk. Without the risk, you cannot do anything. Exactly. I mean, just to be honest, yeah. without the risk, don't think, I mean, nobody is comfortable when they're achieving anything. You have to no. seek discomfort. You have to seek discomfort and seek, you know, find solutions, f- seeking like new knowledge, seeking, you know, that's how, how I mean, talking about average, I'm sorry. I mean, that was a long answer. Never be sorry. It's fantastic. I'm furiously taking notes, Mohammed. I love, I love how you're speaking about the, you know, the, you know, putting oneself into a vulnerable space because it's yeah. when we face our vulnerability is where we yeah. have real opportunity for personal growth and what you said about bravery and courage and accessing it and encouraging others to access theirs reminds me of that phrase because you're saying how when you meet have people, other people's ability and connections and relationships to help one drive change and access your own fearlessness. Yeah. It reminds me of that phrase of you know, the old adage that you meet people for a reason, a season or for life. And listening yeah. to you, you know, it's really reminded me of that. But please carry on. I'm, I'm, I'm totally yeah. a, a rapt audience here listening to you. <laughs> The only way to change, I mean, to change your circumstances. I mean, everyone, to, everyone who wants to change, he is not happy where he is. That's why he wants to, he or she wants to change, right? And if you are afraid to change, be afraid and use that fear to, to determine what if you stayed in the same place where you are not happy. This is what, this is how you can use fear to your own sake. I mean. Think about yourself when you are 80 and looking at the decisions that you didn't take because you were a little bit scared and you didn't do the action behind it and never nothing happened and now you are a grumpy old guy or woman in a like and with all due respect I mean you are sitting there thinking about all the re- things that you haven't done because you were a little bit afraid but now you are really regretting every decision mm-hmm. that you didn't do before that. And seeking average, like seeking being average and just not do the, you know, the unnormal things. That's what really the problem, not with the society, with everything. Like if you want to think outside the box, Mm -hmm. a lot of people say, don't do it. Like just find a job, do this and do that and do that. I think of the average like a magnetic field and everyone who wants to go the magnetic field will attract them back. But if you fight more, you will leave and when you leave you will achieve whatever you want it's like the success frequency and which is not with the average frequency they are never matches like mm-hmm. never like never you know never yeah never meet sorry not like never match and that's how i think about things and i wish a lot of people could do this because i see the potential in their self and they see this their circumstances they came for example, people who were born in Germany or in, in Europe or in US or any safe country, not like was like Germany, you have the privilege of being seeing your parents on a regular basis, right? You have the privilege of being in the same community. You can use all of these, but you are not using this because you are an average. But if you want to watch movie, you never ask, 
do you know any average movie? No, you ask for the best movie. If you want to buy a TV, you would think, yeah, I need an average TV for my movie. No, no, you always want the bigger TV. Why with your dream you want an average dream? Mm-hmm. That's the reason. I mean, that's that's what I mean. What I try to tell people, and people sometimes, because I push so hard, they cannot handle all everything that I say. But but you have the that, legitimacy to say it because of the specific context context that you've come from in fleeing war and continuing to thrive i love what you said there around well being average and i'm going to keep this the success frequency i love this i'm going to steal that one Mohammed, because i i yeah. take from you is that you're uh, a belief that well complacency is a gateway to being average and also living a fearful as a as opposed to a fearless life but but you just said something there that I found really profound, that we only discover our potential when we know where we're going and that the fear never leaves, but that facing your fear is what made you who you are today. And I guess who as well that you're uh, in, on the path to becoming, because I know that you, like me, yeah. believe strongly that we're all works in progress. But Mohammed, as a final question, what would be your top tips for anyone listening who are trying to find the courage uh, to take action and live without fear? Yes. Um, yeah, the reason I say that, I mean, from my own, like, very, I'm, a, I'm also a student in life. I'm not an expert. I'm not a mentor. I'm just like a student like everyone else. But what I've seen in my life, like, my potential was always and still always i was just getting started and was always like higher than what i normally can achieve right so i started for example with this like a a study program and it was really hard extreme right it's a contract three years you have to finish we cannot do it and same time i'm raising a child and i have financial problems right learning german too and uh, (laughs) and not being in your home country (laughs) Like not being being in Syria with your friends and family. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So the, the, my potential was, for example, to be a consultant. So to be one of the, I mean, one of the finest jobs in, uh, in, uh, in, in the corporates or something as a start, you know, and, but for that to require you need like high grades and in addition, you need so much contribution in the company. You need also to speak fluent German. Okay, how can I do this in three years? <laughs> and, and I set that goal, and I set it as a set, right? And I went through it. I, I, when I was doing, I, it was not when I was doing my, what I was doing. It was not making so much sense. Mm-hmm. So, but, but I don't know why. When you do actions, God or universe or anything that everyone believes in, reward rewards that. So actions always get rewards and that's what bias to action i love that and from that i i you know i determined that okay everything can be achieved so don't i mean don't like don't uh, how to say it i mean the fear it will be there facing that it will will change you to the new you which required i mean to to get to that success frequency you have to face that fear Without it, you will stay where you are. If you would like to stay where you are, do it. Okay, be comfortable. If you want to go to the next level, 
face that fear. You don't know how was uh, how scared I am at the beginning of my job to speak in German with customers, mm-hmm. but I did it anyway. Yeah, I was learning. I was, the, you know, if if you want to say it, I was the I don't want to say the dumbest, but I was really the dumbest in their group. But I know I was the most learner there because everybody knows what they are talking about. I don't know, so I'm learning more than they what they are mm-hmm. doing because they know they already know what they know. <laughs> And uh, I was in that. I was there. And what I really like would like to say to people who are listening to this, or like that triggers something in them. If you are talking about fear, don't think about being fearless. And that's just perspective. You would like to think about it as fearless, okay? But think how how the mechanism of the body works. So your mind or your brain trigger that emotion which is fear that means you are going to a something new in your direction i mean be relentless but don't be reckless it's not like i mean fear is always good i mean if don't think about being fearless when three lions going towards you if you are not afraid they will eat you right? <laughs> <So that's... laughs> bit of a dramatic example there but i see where you're going yeah you know <laughs> I mean, make it simple, right? Yes. And yeah, and so use that fear for your own sake. Always think about it. Okay, I'm I'm afraid a little, a little bit. So meaning, I have to face that because if I face that, you don't know what the power, but the universe has so much power. It will give you the 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 next level or the some the things that you are seeking. That's what I really um really uh, for for the fear perspective. That's what I really advise people to do. Also, what made me here or what what was a factor that i never quit a lot of people quit a lot of people hear a lot of people and don't seek opinions only seek consultancy opinions everybody has an opinions but consultancy only experts give you and just go for that so don't quit based on opinions for example your people around you also like parents or something i mean they might you wanted to study in harvard but you are living in texas they would say, okay, don't leave. I don't think Harvard is a good way because they don't want you to leave. And that's opinion, right? So don't quit on your dream because it's your dream. And there's a book I've read. It's for Tim Grover. I don't know if, uh, yeah, it's winning. So it's maybe controversy, but it's anyway. Um, he said, the way to paradise, it's going through hell. And if you quit, there will you stay. Oh. <laughs> Meaning... Meaning that if you want to win, you're going to face hell. It's not like easy to win anything, right? If you want to go to to the things that you are achieving and, you know, you are thinking big, you want to do something big in your life, have an impact, have a legacy, it is a big deal. To go there, you have to do a lot of hard work. In order to do that, you are going through hell i love that i love that i want a wonderful kind of final insight for you to leave everybody with and uh like the call to action that uh you know the the road to success is paved with serious obstacles but uh if you don't keep pushing forward in hell one will stay uh mohammed yagi sadly we're out of time today but thank you so much for having the 
bravery and the courage to share your remarkable story. Um, I've certainly been so inspired from getting to know you over the last number of weeks and also listening to you today. And I'm excited for other people who will listen to this and hear your story and maybe, just maybe, find the courage to inspire the type of change that they're seeking as well. So thank you very much, Mohammed. Thank you so much for having me and I hope I left you better than I found you. That's the main reason for the podcast. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Thank you very much.